Welcome to the End Times Chat. Our passion is found in the words of Jesus. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Each week, you will hear news from around the world that will urge you to wake up to these events to make you knowledgeable about what the Bible says about them. Join GJ and Dan in the conversation. GJ Reynolds. GJ's not here, but the warrior is. <laughs> that is hilarious. That's my armor bearer. He looks a little stiff. Yeah, he's not doing his job, but he looks good. He does. So, cheers to you. Wow. From our sponsor. Oh, by the way, we do have one sponsor. Ziva Sunglasses. Oh, there we go. Mm. Ziva.com. Ziva.com forward slash end time chat. To get your $20 off. Yes. Use end time. Otherwise, you're paying full price. I love my I love my Zivas. I really do. And the only reason I don't have them on today or right now, because they're upstairs, ready to go when I go outside. And if you get them before the rapture happens, you can use them before the rapture happens. Because you won't need them after that. Can't take it with you. Let me think about that. Oh, yeah. So are you ready? <laughs> uh, I'm ready. I am so ready to get this show started. <laughs> and I'm ready to go to heaven, too. I'm, like, so ready. I can't even tell you how ready I am. No, it sounds like a party. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, have you ever had a conversation with someone recently where, no, it's not me. I'm the cheat response answer here. I'm the cop-out answer. You can't say me. Have you ever been in a conversation with someone recently where you're talking about something like end times and all they want to do is uh, before what they would do is they would say, oh, no, they've been talking about that for years. <laughs> but in the last six months, I've had people say, you know what scripture really comforts me? <laughs> Psalm 23. <laughs> That's one of them. That's one of them. They said, no, the words of Jesus come for me that says, all these things happening right now, it's not really the end. It's just the beginning of the end. That really comforts me. And I'm thinking, I've been saying, we've been, you and I have been saying this for the last two years, almost. And we were looked at as what? Crazy. 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 <laughs> we're crazy for different other reasons, not for this. Oh. <laughs> so how are you doing, GJ? <laughs> what a way to start off this. You asked me a question. So do you want me to answer the question that you sort of asked? Yes, I do. I'm pausing. Is that a question you don't really want me to ask or answer? I want you to answer for sure, 100%. So, so I have a good, great example. I won't say who, I won't say where, I will say it was a few days ago. So somebody brought up about what's happening around the world. So great. And, you know, obviously the word violence and, you know, it sucks to have all this violence. And so we didn't get really deep. And then, then it goes to, well, one of my friends at work said, said this about God and how God was different from the Old Testament to where he is in the New Testament. And then he, you know, he did this and he did that. So that's what his friend's saying. So he's 
basically like, how do I answer that? God is always the same. It's the people that have changed. So it got me thinking, and I'm like, what, have you read the Bible? I mean, read the Old Testament. God was there. I mean, God was with the people. And the people are, are rejecting him. They're doing all this crazy, stupid stuff, which sounds like today. I mean, every time I read, I'm like, eh, not much changed. You know, they get better for a while, then they get worse for a while. And I'm talking about people. Then they get better for a while, then they get worse. So from here on out, this is going to be my standard question. Before I answer your question, have you read the Bible? No. Okay, so go read the Bible. I can even point you in the direction, and we can talk about it. I'll be more than happy to do that. So what I've found is that most people say stuff or ask stuff or have this belief, and it's so off track because they really don't know. And I get it why they don't know, because if you start off like I did, in King James, whoop, mm. whoa, Papa Reynolds. Come on, Papa. <clears throat> So I read NLT, and then I go, and I if there's something I know I need to really know, and I feel like, hey, I need to see what the different versions are, I'll go to King James. I'll go to the message. I'll go to the different versions, just to, so that I get the right discernment that God wants me to have. Mm-hmm. Now, how many of you are doing that? So that was my question. Not to you, though. Well, the, here's the cool thing about what you just did. You just ha- I just had a flashback. Can you record that? Can you get that on recording? Sure. It is on recording. You'll hear it later. Compliment. (laughs) (laughs) I just had a flashback when you said, have you read the Bible recently? And your response was, no. (laughs) I felt like I was transported back to my childhood, listening to the people from Baltimore, talking about going to school (laughs) and having a Coke. No. Yeah, I spent some time in that area. What did the cows say when they when they were asked if they had chocolate milk? Moo! Ew! (laughs) (laughs) All right, this is in times that cat show. (laughs) Yes, we have diverted. Anyway, it's been a it's been a very very busy week, and I will say that the, you say that every week. That's I know old it's old news. You're a busy guy. You're I, well, I know. Alive. But next week, I'm taking a little vacay with the with Tanya and the grandkids. We're going. Oh, down to- you're not going to Nebraska in the warm country, are you? No, no, no. You. <laughs> we're going over. To- <laughs> we're going over to uh, Pismo Beach. Stay in our RV for a few days, and we're heading up to Santa Cruz, staying in the RV for a couple more days, and then heading back. So, so maybe you're testing your marriage. I am definitely testing the marriage. Yeah, we tested it last week as well when we went away on the RV, and it worked out pretty well. It was good. It was very healing. What was it like sleeping outside? I don't know yet. It was in I the oh, <laughs> I didn't know what you are calling with that. Uh, I love it. It's great. <laughs> So, so you're in the tent. Everybody else is in the, the, the camper. Staying warm with the electric heater. Yeah, I know. Uh, anyway, we're going away. But I'm still thinking that we would are going to have our show. Maybe we can record a little early so we don't have to worry about being around weird 
internet stuff. But well, you and I will talk about that. But it'll still be here next week. The show will still oh. be here next week. It's going to be informing me what I'm going to do. Well, I mean, you don't have to. You can, what you're going to do, GJ. I can. Here's what I can do. I can actually just record myself and pause, and then you I fill in. Go CGI, dude. Let's just go CGI. Be like a lot of this fake stuff that's going out. That's me glitching. That was really good. You did good. <laughs> I almost thought you were a clone. Whoa. 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 <laughs> Talking about cloning, let's talk about some Earth news. So we got, <laughs> we got, uh, I'm going to start yeah, off you strong. Had, you had to go to the sky. You had to go to the sky. I had to go to the sky. But, uh, and I'm just going to read it right off the page. Potentially hazardous asteroids snapped in rare image ahead of close approach on April Fool's Day. Here's my question. Is this an early April Fool's joke? For those of you who don't know in other countries, April Fool's Day is what we affectionately term April 1st. Mm. But it's going to apparently it's going to show up and they were able to snap a photo. Um, here's what I'm thinking. Don't they have like telescopes all through space? That can get a better picture than that? Yeah, you'd think. You'd think. Of course, they miss a few every now and then. <laughs> like they did last week, two hours before they discovered it and it crashed into the planet. Whoa, whoa, it's there. <laughs> oh my goodness, there it comes. Oh, okay, that's all right, that's all right. Um, yeah, trust the science. Trust the science. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, I don't know what. I'm feeling a little feisty today. I'm a little feisty too. So maybe we should just go to the next one. Locust threat. Oh, you had to, you had to bring them out. You had to bring them out. Now, okay. So pestilences, the very word pest is in the word pestilences. Um, I'm just thinking locusts are pests. Now here's what, here's what coming out on this. So this is in South Africa. Uh, South Africa has really been in the news recently, and uh, especially with, we talked about it last week, how it's part of the five uh, countries that have combined and, and become a collective, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. And so then, this, this past week, we see this, locust threat to Eastern Cape citrus regions, so some of the largest citrus regions on the planet, and then swarms of locusts are coming in. South Africa's biggest citrus producing regions could be in serious danger. So this would cause a, definitely cause an issue with food uh, in that area and maybe even around the world with departing some in imports. But things keep happening, man. Things keep happening where I just keep seeing this stuff over and over because Jesus yeah. said it was going to happen. Yeah, it's it, every week. Every week there's some crazy thing to talk about. There's your sign. By the way, yeah. that made me want to go, Oh, pop my neck. <laughs> <laughs> That's really why we do it, folks. We do this because we have cricks in our necks. All right. I'm going um, to pop this up. This is all you, man. I think that you should take the thing. I, I, I remember seeing it. I thought you posted that. <laughs> I did, but I'm going to let you take it. because Yeah, just play the video. <laughs> This is in your neck of the woods, my man. Whoa. I don't even know where this at. Never, this is seen it. Never seen it before. No. Yeah. <clears throat> For those that don't know, I grew up in Louisiana as a child. 
Whoa. The video just ended. No big deal. I just oh, come I back. Thought, I thought New Orleans went dark. So it was just this crazy tornado. And it's just like in an area that normally doesn't get tornadoes. Well, first of all, I think they call this a multi. Here's what really triggered me was this multi vortex. Yeah, well, you see, if you look at it right there, right? Uh, that, that, it almost looks like there's a second one, you know, going off from it. Yeah, it's like a tornado handle. And I apologize. I've never seen it. I thought you did it. I didn't dive into it anymore. And what the heck? Oh, no. Only reason I was giving it to you mainly because you were from New Orleans. No, I'm not. From Baton Rouge, dude. Get your facts straight. Get your facts straight. And by the way, now you're saying I posted it. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I did. Baton Rouge, Louisiana, what I meant to say. Red stick. Red stick. I meant to say. I meant to say Louisiana, not New Orleans. You meant to say LSU Tigers. <laughs> they really, they really did me wrong during the NCAA tournament. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I'm not happy with them. Whoa, whoa, dude! I think everybody. I mean, after that first day, I was like, "What the heck?" <clears throat> I really, really, they really messed me up. If the Jayhawks win at all, I will win the one I'm in, which I don't think you joined, or did you? I did. I'm in there. I'm already out though. <laughs> which, which, are you? which what was the name of yours? Oh, what a B racket. What a bracket. Oh my gosh. We were trying to figure out whose that was. That was me, baby. That was me. <laughs> Drone and I were like, I have no idea. Somebody crashed the party. <laughs> <laughs> no, that you, was me. You were up at the top for like the first couple of days. <laughs> I was. I was first place in my in my bracket. When I was over in the, at the law firm, and then all of a sudden Purdue lost, and it was all she wrote after that. So uh, here's something that popped up in the, well, actually on the on the news from Fox Seven, Austin, Texas. And look, there's we've already we talked about it last week, where there is this mega drought that's kind of creeping its way across the country. In it here, it's so dry here. It's crazily dry, and yet I'm still seeing all these. Uh, Things in the sky. Not going to get into that right now. Oh, uh, but dry winds, parched grasses are fuel. Now there's Texas wildfires, and here's the crazy thing: I had a couple friends that were talking about moving to Texas, and they did. And one of the reasons why they wanted to move there was to get away from the wildfires that were in California. Well, you know, just because Texas is there and it's a great state doesn't mean you're going to escape from those things. But I, here's what really interested me: NASA is the one that came out with this story. What's this okay. NASA, other than Houston, NASA has a presence in Houston. But that's not where the fires are. No, because that's not even anywhere, anywhere near Austin. But NASA's coming out and saying this, which is kind of crazy to me. But Hold it, hold it. Needs to make you go, hmm. Uh, you know what? I think everything that I've got on this one is things that make you go, hmm. Speaking of which, here's one more for you. Solar storm warning. This is another NASA. So NASA has given us an asteroid. They've given us droughts and dry winds and fires. And now talking about solar storms. Wow. Thank you, NASA. Thank you, NASA. And unfortunately, there was a video I was going to show here, but you can see it says there was a problem providing access to protected content. So it looks like maybe the uh, asteroid hit it. Well, 
there, well, that's exactly what happened. SpaceX satellite explodes during that solar storm. I'm pretty sure maybe the people of Great Google don't want anybody else to see that. I don't know. It was there last night. I watched it several times. So we'll see. We'll see about that. Anyway, solar storm warning. NASA predicts direct Earth hit from fast impact. It was supposed to have hit yesterday. And there was a lot of questions about where it was going to hit. But it was supposed to hit yesterday at 6 a.m. Pacific time yesterday morning. And no, it was at midnight, midnight on Monday. And it says, when solar winds hit Earth's magnetic field, the interaction of which causes the atmosphere to fluoresce. So some people would have seen something, what was called, like what's called the Northern Lights or the Aurora Polaris. I'm having a hard time saying that. But again, there's, we've been hearing about solar storms and CMEs, which CMEs are some kind of coronal mass ejection from the sun that, when it's directed towards Earth and they hit Earth because they're projected from the sun, it may cause electromagnetic interference and all these other things. So, I mean, we've been hearing more and more about this. When when things go dark, they'll have an explanation. Yes. Well, maybe, maybe it hit Chris Rock. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. You had to bring up Chris Rock. You had to bring him up. Hey, hey. <laughs> Poor dude. I mean, he got slapped. <laughs> I know what you slap me like that. I'm taking you out. <laughs> I'm taking you. I mean, Will Smith's a pretty big dude, so hey, um, I can take. Yeah, his Linux is right there, dude. Just hmm. saying. Just saying. All right. All right. Be nice. Be nice. Be nice. All I'll say is this. Never mind. I'm not gonna say it. So let's move on to wars and rumors of wars. Unless hey, you have. Any other some, somebody got hit. All right, moving on. <laughs> somebody you don't know what we're talking about? That's okay. It's got nothing to do with the end times. <laughs> uh, well, it could because it does say that violence will increase in the in those in the last days. Yeah, that's true. No, that definitely happened. It also says, "Well, okay, I got to be careful." I got. Yeah, I have moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Oh, by the way, end times that chat. If you find us not here, <laughs> go to end times that chat. Oh my goodness! Uh, you posted this one, <clears throat> Beijing. I just, well, I just posted because you know there's all this. I mean, nothing is settling down when it comes to China, and so now they're talking about you know they will. They just did a security pact with the Solomon Islands, and I mean they are definitely puffing out their chest. That was really the point of this one for me was nothing is subsiding when it comes to China and their presence from a military standpoint. Yes. And speaking of military standpoint, then you also have North Korea confirming. Whoa. Whoa. Look at this. Look at that missile, man. That is yeah. huge. I forget the name of it. It's like intercontinental something. Intercontinental, intercontinental ballistic missile is what it's called. Yeah. Yes. And that, here's the thing. That, I mean, that's the real article. <laughs> So the Chinese leader, what's his name? Oh, Xi Jinping or the North Korean leader? North Korean. Kim Jong-un. Yeah, Kim. Kim. Oh, Kim. He did a video, like, like right out of Hollywood. Look at what we have, and you don't. That's sort of how they... Whoa! I got the video. It's right here, baby. <laughs> I should have known. You probably filmed it in real life when you flew over there. 
I did. Yeah. I actually am the one taking the footage. I'm the one taking out with the camera. Yeah, Dennis Rodman? Yeah, him too. Well, I mean, obviously, we have a. I'm, I'm not sure why they keep checking their watches. Like, are you getting a text on your Apple Watch or is there something going on? I think, I think it's like it's time to show what we have. That's how I took it. So, intercontinental, intercontinental. Intercontinental. How's, how's Inter- it? Intercontinental. Intercontinental. <laughs> Intercontinental. Yeah. Hey, I'm Jamaican, so sometimes yeah. bad. Come on. Oh my gosh. Well, that's just a massive missile. I, I there's nothing else you can say about that. And uh they did test one, uh, inter- an ICBM that went, I think it was over five hundred miles before it dropped into the uh somewhere somewhere east of japan so i think that they're definitely aiming and gunning for the u.s right now i noticed that in my mind that they've been doing that for years especially with what's going on right now but let's get to the next thing because you i think you also posted this one too whoa whoa, i have no idea i have no idea wait for it wait for it right there that might have been me Yeah, so here we here I think might have been boastful. I do remember this one. Saw you. <laughs> so I'm just reading the headline. Russia deploys weapon that can melt internal organs and flash burn anything within 300 yards. So then they go and talk about it and that they've actually used it recently in Ukraine. And then there's some expert was saying this is really bad. Oh, no kitty, you think? Yeah, right. <laughs> so again, you've got China, you've got North Korea, you've got Russia, all, you know, constantly in the news with, with regarding their military and their uh, military equipment. And it's like they're just flexing their muscles. Yeah. Um, not only that, but we've, we talked about it last week where Russia also uh, had used one of the hypersonic missiles to be able to target a certain area. So here's the thing. What I'm going to say is this, there's definitely something real happening over that part of the world. What we don't know is what's the bottom line, what's behind it, but I don't need to know that. What I need to know is that God has a purpose and a plan for the end and everything that's happening right now is he's not surprised by because this is all a setup for what's going to happen. And then we're, uh, I don't have a lot of news about this right now. Maybe we'll spend a little time on this in the next few weeks uh, as I do a little more study of it. But Israel's leadership involvement with what's going on with Russia and Ukraine and them stepping in and trying to bring some kind of peace to the situation uh, is is concerning to me. But at the same time, there's it, it could be part and parcel of what's supposed to happen. God's purpose and plan in the whole thing. So, because Israel will be very involved and who knows, maybe if things don't work out the way they should and all of a sudden Russia, Ukraine and the North decides to come against Israel for their involvement. I don't know. This is where my mind goes, but it's definitely something to keep an eye on and watch out for. Well, def- definitely to keep an eye on and it's definitely a sign. And for those that are like concerned and worried or, or afraid, I mean, when you give it to the Lord, I mean, the Lord, you know, God Almighty is actually in control and he's going to use this for good. Even though it may not seem good, there's good going to come up from it. 
And if you do something like Dan and I do is read the Bible, it clearly states that these things are going to happen. And it's I look at it as, as it's a precursor to the eventually what becomes Arm, Armageddon. And there's there's posturing, and then there's alliances, and then there's going to be countries that are going to be gobbled up, so to speak. So there's a lot of things. I believe this is all playing into what God has designed, even though we may not understand it. And that's another thing is we don't have to understand it. That's part of what faith is all about. You know, faith is is seeing the unseen and believing that God is in control. And when you know that and you believe that, uh, there's definitely a sense of peace. And, uh, you know, it, it's sad because there's a lot of bad things happening, which also gives me the thing which, which we talk about all the time is, are you ready? Just like in the video in the beginning, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready for eternal life? Because it's going to happen one way or the other. Are you going to spend it in hell? Or are you going to spend it in heaven? Amen to that. So I choose to spend it in heaven. And more on that, more on that in a little bit. Um, actually, I think I jumped the gun a little bit on this one. Oh, no, that's perfect. That's not, that's not the one I was looking for. This is the one I was looking for. Saudi-led coalition launches a new operation in Yemen. And this is very concerning because that just means that the Middle East is still the Middle East. And the violence will then begin to erupt again between them. And it just... It, ha it has an impact on everything around the world, right? So I shouldn't really say concerning. It's just actually something that is going to be part and parcel again of what God's purpose and plan is. But this is uh, plumes of smoke from a Saudi Aramco oil facility after a Houthi missile strike. So the Houthis are rebels and terrorists that have been coming against uh, actually some of the Arab countries uh, recently. Uh, they, they have been in Iran. They've been, uh, and they actually were, uh, trained and everything from Iran, and they're making wreaking havoc everywhere right now in the Middle East. So keep an eye out for that name, the Houthi uh, rebels or the Houthi terrorists, over the next couple of weeks. So, uh, so, so this is a good example of wars and rumors of war. And although that wasn't a war, that was a strike, <clears throat> a military strike. And it's like, okay, that was separate from all the other things we're talking about. So, I mean, it's it's escalating. I mean, typically, and I know we say this all the time, is typically it's isolated. Hey, something's happening to part of the world. That's really all that's going on. Now it's happening <clears throat> all over the Far East, <clears throat> Russia, Ukraine, the Middle East, you know. And, and of course, Europe's been, you know, brought into a lot of the uh, conversation. The United States has been brought into the conversation although they have refrained from doing anything at this point. It's just, it's, you can just see, you know, there's a game called Risk, and it's a military board that, you know, has the world, and the ultimate, the ultimate goal to win the game is to dominate the world. By the way, I'm very good at that. Just throwing that out there. Just throwing you're that good. out there. You're good at dominating the world. Okay. Uh -huh. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here. Uh, whatever I said, like, I just want to play Risk. They, they, the girls wanted to play Uno. <laughs> like, he's like, he goes, no, I want to play Risk. So anyway, the whole goal is to dominate. And that's what's happening all over the world right now. It, I mean, all this global domination is starting to happen. And uh, so anyway, and then, and then you got 
BlackRock CEO, saying the Russia-Ukraine war will trigger the new world order. So now you got people in, you know, financial, you know, that's a financial conglomerate. I think they have trillions of dollars under their control as far as, you know, different companies and and, fun, and different funds. And so he's coming out saying the Russia-Ukraine war alone will trigger a new world order. So it's obviously, it's happening. We're seeing it. And that's, that's the other thing is new world order would never have been talked about 20 years ago. It was very, once in a while they throw it in there, a little speech. It was like, of course we're going to have a new world. It was almost like, yeah, that sounds good. Now it's in almost everyday speech. And uh, a new world order is really control. That's really what it is. And they're controlling the world, controlling the food, controlling the money supply, controlling the people, controlling the medical, controlling everything. And last two years, I think we've seen uh, all that unveiled. Well, um, so this guy, Larry Fink, just to give you a little bit of a background on him, he's the CEO of BlackRock. BlackRock is one of the top five corporations on the planet, meaning they're probably one of the top five, not probably, but they are one of the top five income producing corporations on the planet. And he is an outspoken World Economic Forum enthusiast. And he is probably in the same place as most of the World Economic Forum is, and that's what they want. They want to reset the planet. They want to have population control. They want to have actually control over almost every aspect of your lives. Matter of fact, one of the quotes from the commercials that we watched once before, I don't know, maybe a year ago, was that you'll have nothing and you'll be happy about it. You don't have to worry about anything because everything's done for you. And it makes it seem like there's this amazing thing uh, is going to happen with that. So that's who we're talking about when we bring up uh, the BlackRock CEO, Russia-Ukraine war triggering a new world order. We actually just heard the United States' own administration say the same thing last week. So there you go. By Literally. Joe. By Joe himself. Yeah, yes, yes. Mr. Uh, Joe. Moving on. By the way, <laughs> not here next week. In time for that chat. Or- <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Go down. Boom. Boop, boop, boop. There you go. That was good, dude. I like being on this hey, side. Can... Oh yeah, I like to be on this side too. Well, this side uh, it looks uh, I look better. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Whatever you say. Well, I have one more thing on leading up. That was, by the way, leading up to the tribulation. If you weren't uh, fluent in on that, those of you who are watching or listening, um, and here's one more for the uh, for the end times. Uh, the leading up to the tribulation. This came as a tweet from the office of the governor of California, Mr. Newsom himself. Uh, I'm not really sure why that just did that, but I'm going back. So California is eliminating out-of-pocket costs. I'm reading this right from the tweet so that nobody can take me off. Ensuring cost is not a barrier to accessing care for abortion services. As states attempt to move us backwards by restricting fundamental reproductive rights, isn't that a Okay, I'm going to say that in a minute. California continues to protect and advance reproductive freedom for all. What they're not doing is protecting the unborn. And we've already talked about how children will be the first ones that will be attacked because the next generation of people that we can train and teach in the ways of the ways of Jesus, why not just take them out before they even get to the planet So or become part of society? So California right now has put this out, and they're – 
just look at the twist on words. They're eliminating out-of-pocket costs. As a matter of fact, what they've done by signing this bill has made it almost illegal for any insurance company to charge a copay for anyone that desires to have an abortion, which means that the state will pay for it, um, meaning our taxpayers are paying for it, and that's what's happening in California, folks. Yeah, a lot of a lot of things twisted up in that. Where oh yeah, sounds like a good idea, and then you start looking at it, it's like it's really not. And somebody has to pay for it. Yeah, well, what I don't like. Oh, go ahead. Sounds very utopian. It does, and what I don't like is it says by restricting uh, states are restricting fundamental fundamental reproductive rights. No, they're not. You can reproduce as much as you want. This is not reproducing. This is taking away. This is deproducing. So to keep it, everybody look, deception is very real. And whenever there's language that's used that will that could potentially deceive you into thinking that, oh yeah, well, they can't take away our reproductive freedoms. No, you have a freedom to reproduce. As a matter of fact, the Bible says, uh, be fruitful and multiply. It means reproduce yourselves. And um, this is actually the opposite of that. So I'm going to get off my high horse on that one. I could spend a little bit more time on that, but I think that you posted this one. Yes, I did. And I, so Eric Adams, he's the mayor for New York City, and they're having a lot, high level of crime. Go figure. I wonder why. Um, I won't go any further on that. So Eric Adams is considering using drones to fight New York City crime, sources say. So here, here's what triggered that for me. First of all, using drones. And... In that sort of sign of the times of where we're headed and the tribulation, where they can see everything, they can control everything. So they're not only going to use people, they're going to use, you know, artificial intelligence. They're going to use robotic, you know, people, animals, whatever that may be. And then obviously equipment like drones so that they can survey. And I mean, there's no, there's no place that is unseen. And then if somebody's out of whack or doing something or, isn't you know doesn't pass the uh, camera <laughs> rights or whatever that may be. <clears throat> Excuse me, under surveillance, uh, which is also another thing that can be used. Another level of surveillance. I'm like, okay, here we go. It's all a precursor. That's another reason. I mean, this is where we're headed. And if you want to avoid that, or at least avoid it to a high level, just get right with Jesus. Came out of that. Which we'll talk about in just a few moments. There, let's see. This is, by the way, we've we shifted. Well, we shifted a long time ago, but we just shifted to things. That's what we do. That's what we do. <laughs> we, we shift. But here's the thing. Um, actually, this could also be under leading up to the tribulation. I had a hard time figuring out where that was going to go. Uh, but that's what I was thinking. I'm just yeah. Like, but you're the boss. I, I, no, 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 no. boss. No. In that show, who's the boss? He's the boss. It's a new show starting right now. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, when, I'm you, back. When, you, when you do that, I feel like I'm on the Brady Bunch. I know. Hey, what's up? There's a story. <laughs> <laughs> My name Brady. Hey. Heck, does this got to do with the show? By the way, it's, it's amazing that I remember that. Hey, that's pretty good. Uh, here's something I found today. I, by the way, Israel 365. Love that. Love that news agency. It's pretty fun to read some of their stuff. But this really caught my eye this morning. Israel heeds Joseph's advice. Joseph being the ruler, mm -hmm. of, second ruler of Egypt back in the days when 
Israel moved over to Egypt when the famines happened. So there was a famine that happened for seven years. And Joseph, for seven years prior to that, saved up all the grain that he could. And they became the hub of where people could receive sustenance and food. And so at that point, they became the richest nation in the world because people would bring their money, their livestock, because they wanted food to live. Just a little heads up on that one. But Israel heeds Joseph's advice, uh, stocks up on wheat for upcoming famine. Now, Jesus was very specific. He said there in various places, there will be famines and earthquakes. I'm just saying there's a, they're talking about famine now in not just third world, third world countries, but in other parts of the world that are, let's call them industrialized or more, uh, more modern like Israel. So they're stocking up on wheat for what they could consider an upcoming famine. Of course, they're saying that it's because of things going on in uh, Russia, Ukraine, and in other parts of the world. So this, this is both leading up to the tribulation and things to make you go. I cracked my neck on that one, too. That was pretty fun. Well, you, All right. You sounded very good, by the way. Very distinguished. So, I mean, here's another thing that's happening, too, is, is that they're talking about famine, shortages. I mean, that's, that's starting to happen more and more in, in all the different news sources. So keep that in mind. Precursor, hint, hint, clue, clue. Clue, clue, hint, hint. That's right. Well, here's one last precursor before we get to the message for today. And uh, Keith, it's great to see you again. Uh, we, Keith Applegarth, I mentioned him last week. We really need to connect. <laughs> we texted back and forth over Messenger. We're like, yeah, we got to get together and chat, catch up. So great guy. Love having him on and listening. Um, maybe one of these days we'll have him on the ch to share with us some of his, his thoughts. So, uh, oh, by the way, Kevin Kurtz. Remember Kevin Kurtz, the, the End Times novelist? Yes. He reached out to me. We're supposed to get together and have some coffee tomorrow. Love to oh, have him wow. back. So, Wow. I was thinking about him the other day. Yeah. I mean, he's got, he's, uh, he's got some thoughts and things that are happening around the planet. And I'd love to have him back on. Well, maybe we can schedule that. So last thing I'm going to share with you before we get to. Maybe you can replacement next week. What? What? No. Did I say that out loud while you're camping? Maybe you can do the show without me. <gasps> Whoa. No, I couldn't because I don't know how to control any of it. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> Where am I? Why am I in this handbasket? Um, so I virtual. Louisiana. Well, you know, they're having multi-vortex tornadoes, so you might want to be careful. Yeah, that's why we need you. So, man, this particular story, I, this really threw me back. I'm like, virtual, first of all, they call it virtual insanity. And this is Breitbart News, by the way, so, so you know, give credit where credit's due. A Japanese startup company makes electric shock bracelet so you can experience pain in the metaverse. Mm. So not only do they are they doing that, check this out. I'm well, first of all, take a look at that creepy picture. That's supposed to be um Whoa, Mr. Yeah. in the metaverse, and he can talk to himself in the metaverse, which is really crazy. But uh futurism reports that a Japanese startup firm called H2L Technologies has developed a wristband that can send electric shocks to its wear, allowing them to experience pain in the metaverse. But that's not all. He says, the, the CEO says to Financial Times, feeling pain enables us to turn the metaverse world into a real world. 
with increased feelings of presence and immersion. Because what all virtual reality users were begging for was a way to feel pain in the metaverse as they do in real life. What? I don't even know what to say. Really? Really? Seriously? Yeah, that's, that's where we're going. I mean, that's where we're headed. Oh, that's okay. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> yeah, well, it another is. guy. Yeah, well, it is. is a big deal. Very big deal. Yeah. Another yeah. guy. I'm being, I'm being a smart aleck. No, you're not. You're being a smart person. No, thank you. I'm just trying to be like you. On to the best. Oh, oh the there he is right there. He's below. <laughs> Thanks, DJ. Appreciate oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, down here, you can see there's a response to this. <laughs> down uh, here, down here. Over here, over here, actually, on this oh. side, <laughs> there's a response to uh, to somebody's tweet about this where it says, uh, Eerie, I might just call him Eerie, but it's Eerie Segura. We focus mainly on pain here, but H2L also works on propri proprioception as a whole. It's a new word I've never heard of, which also includes weight feeling and resistance feeling. Why don't we just actually live life in the real world where you have resistance, you have pain, and you have you can feel your weight? Why do we need to go to a metaverse to experience that? You don't. However, here's why people believe they do. They want to escape the reality of the world so they can do or be whatever they want to be or they are not in the virtual reality world. <clears throat> that's why. That's why I see it. And, and uh, you know, there's, there's also the addiction to it. I mean, it's like a drug. I mean, if you've ever played electronic games, I mean, they're very addictive. And, uh, you know, there, there's st stimulation there. So it's immediate stimulation. And then there's that real realism to it, even though it's fake. I, I see the allure of it. However, if you really want realism and you really want a valued life, you can find it in Jesus. So I'm saying. Amen to that. Matter of fact, why don't, we, why don't we just shift over to that? Because that's really what, what we're here to do. Um, you know, the one by the way i just opened up to the book of ezekiel first page and as i was as i looked down it says what's the point of ezekiel and so he summed up about 40 some chapters in one sentence but you're going to read all, all 47 starting i'm going to start chapter <laughs> one one on july 31st of my 30th no i'm not going to do that um <laughs> here's to our sponsors here's to the sponsors so it says, when God's favor is squandered, the result is not pretty. I think that sums up Ezekiel pretty well. Yeah. Um, God's favor is squandered. So here's, here's what, I want, what I had on my heart today. I was thinking it through last night, and I'm like, you know what? I just need a, I wanted to find a passage of scripture which gives us confidence in times of crisis. Because right now there are a lot of people... Believe it or not, there's a lot of people in Ukraine that are watching this because they have access to the Starlink system. Thank you, Mr. Elon Musk. And, um, and maybe he should come on the show. That would be interesting. Yeah. So, but, but there's a lot of people in crisis. And you know what? Not just in crisis with war, but people are in crisis in their emotions, in their spirits, in their relationships, and in every, almost every aspect of life. Why? Because the enemy desires crisis and chaos. So that you can look to something outside yourself uh, that he wants to well, he wants to be him. And so if you can just 
take that deception from him and say, you know, it's going to be okay. Just take this drug, do this, uh, whatever, uh, go to the metaverse and just uh, go there. So you don't have to experience your own pain, but you can, you can actually inflict pain on someone else and they can feel it. Um, and it's harmless. I mean, there's all these things, all these deceptions that are out there that are going to draw us away. There's a lot of people in crisis. So how do you find confidence in times of crisis? Well, I'll just say this. I'm going to read to you um, Psalm chapter 23. And it's something that most of us in, that have grown up in the church, that, uh, that is something we memorize very early on. And I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. It says this, the Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. Couple of things I want to point out about this passage of scripture. First of all, a lot of people just like to read the first part and they don't connect, they don't connect this whole passage of scripture together. So they like to read the part where it says, I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. There's peaceful streams. He gives me strength. He guides me on right paths. But what they what we don't do is we don't connect the two. Because the same God in the green pastures is the one who disciplines, directs, and defends you. He doesn't keep you out of the dark valleys. He's there with you through the dark valleys. Notice how it says the right paths, and, and I'm putting that in quote, how the right paths he guides us along can bring us through the darkest valleys. But that's why we know we do not need to be afraid because he is close by our side. Even when our enemies are right there, he provides. Goodness and his unfailing love pursue us all the days of our lives. And this is what I'm trying to help us understand we have confidence in times of crisis because when you're in the dark valley god is there but if you don't read if you don't understand this one concept is that just because you are following god does not mean you're not going to go through dark valleys it doesn't mean that at all as a matter of fact he, those right paths sometimes will lead you through that dark valley but he will always be there with you you do not have to be afraid because he is close beside you he's not running up in the distance. You're not trying to catch up. He's not behind you um, waiting in the background for you to screw up and then come to your aid. He's right beside you the entire time. But you can't experience that unless you have accepted Jesus as your Savior and you have, t and you have allowed him to take away all the sins in your life and you say to him, I need you. I believe in you and I want to live for you and have you in my heart for the rest of my life and for his eternity. So, GJ, what are your thoughts? Maybe there's a, I'm not sure what Papa Reynolds has to say about this, but share some of what's going on. Well, as he did, did, and for those that are just watching for the first time, that's my dad, and he passed away last year, and I have his Bible here, and he was a copious note taker, and he underlined chapter three, he restoreth my soul. That's what he underlined. <clears throat> so God can restore your soul no matter where you're at or what you're doing. And when you're restored, you're renewed. And there's there's strength there. There's peace there. There's joy there. 
even though in spite of the, the the trauma or the scenario that you may be dealing with or have previously dealt with that you're still struggling with the one thing and i said this on the show before my darkest times <clears throat> and i've had some dark times i know dan has had some dark times my darkest time actually created a, a whole different perspective and a whole different direction in my life and now i'm thankful for it however i never want to go through that again and i <clears throat> and i wouldn't want anybody else to go through that darkness as well however sometimes we have to and he's there right there as dan said right there walking with you and then in chapter four Papa bob reynolds underlined all of four and this is the king james version Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear, fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. And one of the things that, and I've said on the, you know, several times on this show as well, is I pray for the faith and the strength of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and they were thrown into this fire, and they turned it up, I forget how many times, like 700 times hotter than normal. And uh, and for those that may know the exact number, don't, don't hold me to it. <laughs> All I know is it was a really, really hot. And they were they had the faith that God was going to protect them. And they're like, if God's not there to protect them, they know where they're going. And they knew they had eternal life. And they knew that, you know, you know, they might have to feel a little bit of pain, but they were going to make it through it. And, of course, God was there. And then, then the king actually saw a fourth individual in the fire with them which is most likely you know god or an angel protecting them so i pray for that all the time and there's sometimes have you ever felt like there's a, a presence around you it could be good it could be it could be bad i think you know i, I know if you, if you felt a good one you, you you also have the ability to, to feel a bad one the one thing i can say is there's many many times i just feel like god has got his armor around me or his hand around me, and his angels around me. And um, I pray for that on a regular basis as well. So God can do that with you. And again, we say this every week, is no matter where you're at, you can always make that choice again. And no matter where you're at in the world, and there's a lot of craziness going on all around the world, from weather to what's happening in the sky, to the rumors, <clears throat> to the wars, to the signs of wars, to things that are leading up to the tribulation. I mean, we're seeing it right before our eyes, and it's not going to slow down. And God says there will be perilous times. So in spite of the perilous times, do you know where you're going? And are you ready? The one thing that has continued to change my focus on everything is, is when I start thinking eternal, a lot of the stuff doesn't matter. And I recently watched a show and it was, you know, this guy had this vision of what he wanted to accomplish. And and he he uh, came, he was actually from Israel, came to the United States of America. And, you know, he had all these dreams and he came here, you know, to, to you know, see those visions and dreams come true. And everything he did just wouldn't work out, wouldn't work out. And finally, things started to work out. And then he became so consumed with the growth so consumed with the the glitz the glamour and the things and the stuff that he really lost his way and you know so the company struggled however he still he ended up walking away 
<clears throat> actually, I think he was asked to leave. He still walked away with a lot of money. The thing about it is watching some of that story, I'm like, it's great seeing that vision. It's great seeing that hunger. It's great having that. And I, I love that as an entrepreneur. The thing is, what is important? What is really important? It isn't what happens today. It isn't what happens on earth. It's what happens for eternity. And so I challenge you right now to, you know, turn turn to Jesus. There's peace. <clears throat> There's comfort. Uh, doesn't mean it's going to be easy. A lot of times I think it's actually harder. However, I know there's purpose with Jesus, and he will lead you down the path that he that God designed you to have. A lot of times that we've chosen a, an alternate path, uh, but God can get you back on that path. All you got to do is turn your life over to him. One other thing before we pray on that, GJ, and I'm, I was going to share this. Um, it's, on the, it's on the post, is this picture right here. And I, I thought this was one of the most beautiful pictures to, to show a, a dark valley. It looks cold, uh, but there's this light at the end that shines on you. But I'll say this. Sometimes the most beautiful valleys can be the most difficult to go through. So when you're in the middle of that valley, you cannot see the beauty of it. But when you get out of it and look back, you can see where God took you and you can see the beauty of what you've just gone through and what it means for your eternity and what it means for your life. So little, little something there that I want to encourage people with, because you too can experience this peace that GJ is talking about and the comfort through the dark valleys, through the good times, in the peaceful meadows and the peaceful streams. And you can have your strength renewed. All you need to do is believe that Jesus is the son of God came to take away the sin of the world, understand that he died and he rose again for us. And now he is just calling on you to accept him as your, as your savior, invite him into your life to live with you, in you, and to guide you. So we're going to give you that opportunity right now. So let's say, let's just, let's just pray this prayer. You can repeat it after me in your heart, right where you are while you're watching this, no matter where you are in the world. Dear Jesus, we love you. We believe that you are the son of God who came to take away the sin of the world and that one day you will come back again to take your church and to take those who believe in you and then provide an opportunity even after that for people to come to know you as their savior because you're not willing that any should perish. But Lord, we pray today, first of all, for those that need to accept you, I believe that you are the son of God, that you came to take away my sin. Come and live in my heart. Forgive me and take away all my sin. And give me the strength and the boldness to live out your word and to live according to your scriptures and your instructions for the rest of my days. And Lord, may we have an impact on the future generations as well. Give us strength, Lord. Walk with us through the dark valleys. Come in my life and live in my heart. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 <laughs> Anything else you want to say before we sign off? Are you ready? Are you ready? God bless you guys. We'll see you next week in some way, shape, or form. And we might even have a guest. Who knows? We'll figure it out. God bless you guys. We love you. Be safe. Thank you for tuning in to End Times Chat with GJ and Dan. If you decided to follow Christ, email us at endtimeschat at gmail.com. We would love to hear your story. 
Tune in next time for more. And don't forget to pray, prepare, protect, proclaim, pray again, persist, persevere, and pass it on. God bless. We'll see you next time.